Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, Friday the Music. Welcome everyone to the Omi D and Fish Show. I am Rodney Fisher. And we're coming to you guys live again on NTXGame.com for another episode of, of our show. And these views, these viewpoints are coming from the south side of the Trinity River. So let's go ahead and get our show started. Let's bring on the the man of the hour. The guy you guys have all tuned in to listen to. The one whose opinions are always controversial, entertaining, and of course made for radio. None other than Mr. Omi D. Man, I heard we're going to talk about some interesting stuff tonight, man, and some, some stuff that's going to be controversial at some point. And, and you know me, I might let some controversial things fly. But, you know, I'm the kind of person that likes to put every opinion out there because, you know, if we put it all on the table, even in the world of sports, we can learn a lot. We can. Shout out to all my peeps checking me out on Twitter. What up, Twitter peoples? <laughs> and, and last week we spent a lot of time talking about the college football playoff because that was kind of the big topic then. But we got a lot more stuff to talk about tonight. We've got everything from the Cowboys. We've got uh, the Mavericks. we got NBA talk, college football. we we got a lot of stuff to get into. So I want to make sure you guys join us. And also make sure you go back and download some of our past shows on ntxgame.com or go to iTunes, Twitter, uh, everything. Spreaker, you can go to, uh, uh, tune in everywhere and kind of get the show. So make sure you tell someone that you listen to us and also spread the love about the show. So now we got that commercial kind of out of the way. I, I want to address first this nice, uh, it's nice blue, uh, blue and silver hat you have on there. Look. For those that can't see, you look. Know, maybe you should describe this hat and kind of your feelings behind wearing this hat after what happened on Sunday. All right, well, the hat that he's describing, and I'll take a picture if you want to see the hat. I'm going to post a picture on my Twitter at The777Kid. Uh, it is a on-the-field Dallas Cowboys hat. It's the blue one with the silver uh, silver D for Dallas yes. on the front of right, it. Yeah. Right, right. I'm uh, very, very familiar with that okay. particular style just, hat. Just in case everyone else is not familiar with this you know some people check us out from different locations True. around the world um i'm posting it but, on twitter but cowboy fans would know what that hat means yeah cowboy fans would know what this hat means so, completely so, so, so I, know. I as of course last week on the show i did say uh i still have faith that the cowboys are going to make the super bowl okay and everybody knows that i'm a denver broncos fan right but i like the cowboys too okay. you know 
fault me for loving two teams. Mm-hmm. You know, geez, I'm human. Okay, I can love more than two teams. Love only one woman, but you can love two teams. Okay. This, you just can't like the Redskins and the Cowboys. You know, I got an AFC team and an NFC, NFC team. team. Okay. I got a National League team and an American League team. Makes I like. Sense. Okay. You know, I can go for so, that. But this is the home team. So I always pull for the home team. But like I said last week, all of the Cowboy fans were all, it's over. We have no chance. I was one of them. I was one of them. And that was the narrative at this point last week. And what is, well, you're insinuating that something has changed your mind because as far as I know, they lost this past Sunday. They lost I'm com- bad. I'm completely aware they're of the four, loss. They're 4 9. They're 4 9. Two games behind all the other teams in their, uh, in the NFC East that all won on Sunday. How many, how many games are left? There are three games left. And they're two games behind. Correct. So that gives them the opportunity to be one game ahead. And take okay. the division and win the playoffs. Now, please explain yourself because you're talking about this Cowboys team that looks so bad. Matt Castle looked bad. There's Bryant looked bad. Everything you know, looked bad. So, so you're telling me that team's going to win three straight games? Here's the thing that I'm saying. How come everybody's saying the Cowboys look bad and it couldn't have been that the Green Bay Packers are heating up and starting to get playoff ready themselves? You know, I'm not saying that the Cowboys did look bad. Look, they gave up almost a whole trip back to Dallas in rushing yards. Something has to be stopped on the defensive side of the ball with giving up that many rushing yards. But I will say this much. I said this last week. We don't have to win this game at Green Bay. It's not one of those games that I was really, really, really worried about anyway. I honestly expected to lose at Green Bay without Tony Romo in this situation. But the next three games we have coming up, Bills, Jets, Redskins, all those are W's. All those are W's. They're going to beat the Bills, the Jets, and the Redskins. Oh, yeah, the Bills are fading down the stretch, as always, what the Bills do. Jets will be the Jets. We never see them in the playoffs. If they do, they lose first round. And then the Redskins, yeah, they're playing okay, but they're the Redskins. They're going to lose. So the Cowboys will finish one game ahead of everybody. They will win the NFC East. This hat will be relevant. Liz will be upset okay. that they put all the hats on sale for thirty percent. Big shout outs if you want to go get you a Cowboys paraphernalia. <laughs> sale Liz. Already. Yeah, thirty percent off. The Liz wow. is giving up on you too. But wow. you know what, Dallas Cowboys? Hey, big shout outs to my homeboy Rocket Ishmael too. Shout outs to him. He's listening. Real Cowboy fan. You never give up until it's completely over and okay. we take in well, first round okay. draft picks. I am a Cowboy fan. But but I am a you realist. Are, you are, I am a realist. You're a real Cowboys fan. I am you, a real Cowboys fan. You do everything that Cowboy fans do. When you get down and out, you want to get ready. You want to fire Jason Garrett. You want to get rid of Tony Romo. But apparently two weeks ago, Tony Romo was Jesus in an arm sling because y'all expected him to come back and take you guys to the Super Bowl. But now it's just like, yeah, Jerry Jones is calling for Jason Garrett's job. Garrett needs to lose his job after going up to Green Bay and giving up 300 and something yards in uh rushing you know it's like really all of this sounds just like the cowboys fans now here's what i want to hear okay we're this is today is the 15th of december correct three games from now so the beginning of january we'll know if the cowboys are in the playoffs right i want everyone out there listen to your local sports radio after you check out our podcast and listen to the narrative about the cowboys and how they're out of it and then as 
the weeks roll on, if the Cowboys win against the Bills, which they, I'm predicting they will. They play the Jets first. They, uh, and they, I'm predicting they'll beat the Jets too. They're going to win these last three games. Okay. I'm pick, predicting three Ws. Watch how the narrative across the board changes. And and some of these local people are going to be like, you know what? I'm really well, kind of feeling that the Cowboys got okay, a chance let, here. Let me ask you a question. I mean, let, I mean they got let, a chance to go to the playoffs. You, Carolina's going to win everything. Let me but. ask you a serious question about this Cowboys team that, that I've been watching just like you have. You still have faith in. I, I Like I said last week, said so they're going to lose every game the rest of the season. I said <laughs> at the end of the season, Jason Garrett's going to get fired because no NFL coach should keep his job after losing that many games from a team that's supposed to have all that talent that you're to put together. But tell me, what in this Cowboys team do you see as, like, the highlight of the team that's going to carry them to three straight wins? Because they haven't put together three straight wins all season. Well, there's so, one. So fact, what, what part of this team do you see There's one statistical really, factor. Really they haven't something? done it yet, so there's a possibility. I mean, what do I see? Do I see that Matt Castle is going to become this great great quarterback apparently and, and you do no i'm not saying that what, but what i'm saying is this there is an opportunity there is a chance for this team to beat three teams at the end of the season right now these teams are not the denver broncos they're not the carolina panthers and they're not the new england patriots one of those nfc east teams i think this week i think it's i think it's the giants this week has to play the panthers Yes. And the Panthers are still fighting for home field advantage. Right. So they're going to throw up. Cam Newton's going to dab about four times okay. on that so one. You, it's a so that's the Giants are going to lose. Okay. And do we need to pull up the schedules so I can tell you everybody? I, I it, mean, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to tell you like this. going to happen. The Giants are going to lose their next three games. The Redskins are going to lose their next three games. And the Sheagles are going to lose their next three no. games. It is going to be. And the Cowboys are going to win all three. And the Cowboys are going to win all three. Wow. Or they're going to win two and they're going to win the division because they'll be leading the division because one of those wins is going to be against the Redskins. So you're saying, okay, let me, let's, let's backtrack. So you're it'll saying. Be a, it'll be a four way tie. All three teams other than the Cowboys, the Redskins, the Giants, and the Eagles are all going to lose all three games. Yeah. And the Cowboys are going to win two. They're gonna. They're either gonna lose all three, or everybody's gonna be tied up at the end of the season, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys are gonna take it because they they beat Washington twice and they have the best division record. Wow! Playoffs, and the Cowboys will be in the playoffs, Man, and then everybody's cool. gonna be like, Tony Romo coming back, and we're facing up against Cam Newton. We're gonna get him this time. And that's not gonna happen because if mm-hmm. anybody that's facing off against Cam Newton in this playoffs is pretty much going to be decimated. I don't see an NFC team right now. And a lot of people say the Cardinals. I mean, if, even if the Cowboys draw the Cardinals first round, bro, we have a terrible record against the Cardinals. Right. Yeah, I would not want to play the Cardinals well, let, first let's round. Let's talk about this uh, Panthers team that you're, that you're bringing up. Da, 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 they're undefeated. Hey, they're undefeated, da, da, right? Da, yeah. And they're going for home for advantage, like home you said. So they're going to play this game against games. the Giants. Yep. So how important is it for Cam and his team to really – Put together undefeated season or rest some of these guys before the playoffs start. They're going to have a first round bye. They win the next game. An undefeated season is not as important as a Super Bowl. Okay. You're not a Patriots fan. So you would rest Cam. Yeah, I would rest Cam. You're not a Patriots fan. You know, who that's, is, that's, who is going If you rest him the last game, that's two weeks off. Okay. Before he's going to play. Okay. He's going to have the first 
round by. He spent a whole off season off and a preseason off, and he pretty much clowned since then. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Right now, I think what's important is that if Cam Newton is able to practice with his team and the defense. Is, and that's another thing. The defense has to stay sharp. Normally when a team comes off a long, long, long rest like that, along with a first round bye, the defense is who's resty. They're not up to game speed. So what I would do if I was Coach Rivera, I believe that's who's the coach of the Panthers, right. I would sparingly, run. yeah, I would, would, would sparingly use my defensive guys. I probably wouldn't even put my cornerbacks in for more than one or two series per quarter. Well, they've got one of the best cornerbacks of the year so far. I would probably know? I would put him in like one or two series per quarter and rest them just to kind of keep him a little bit edgy on game speed, but then take him out. Like you don't want to risk anybody getting hurt. Like right now, the Carolina Panthers with a Cam Newton, and that's a, a huge X factor that they have to have. Looks like an unstoppable team. Well, I, I don't even see the I Patriots think, doing anything. To, I to beat really them. think that going undefeated is important. Why? Well, because you're a Patriots fan. You owe it to your team. You owe it to the fans. You owe it to everybody that even likes the likes a Panther in the wild. You know, you know to everybody to go after this undefeated. This like un, the undefeated season is like the holy grail of NFL football. What do you get? It's, for it's it? only happened one time. What do you one get? One time. You've, it's only happened one time. You have a chance, a legitimate chance. To be the only other team to do that, to be a legendary team, to be up there with the seventy-two Dolphins. I mean, you, you have a a chance to do that. You have to do it. You you go you play undefeated. hard every game. You go undefeated and you win the Super Bowl and you get no more money than you would if you won the Super Bowl and only lost one game. But why does it got to be money motivated? Because what the hell else are you winning the Super Bowl because for? There's other than only the one other team that's done it. There's only been so. One. What do you get? Do you get are, are you gonna? Who was on the you seventy-two get, you Dolphins? Get to, you get to. Who be, was the running back of the seventy-two Dolphins? You get. I, Who's the, the quarterback? I'm of the 72 sure. Dolphins? I'm sure people know that. I'm sure anyone knows. It's that, not sure. important. Who won? Who did they win the Super Bowl though? Yes. Yeah, that's what you remember. Yes. You don't remember who was on the team. You don't remember all the people on the team. You just remember they won the Super Bowl. But that team. That is was a, what. You, that's a legendary team, though. Just like I said in the beginning of the season with the Cowboys, your goal was to win the division. Win the championship and then win the Super Bowl. That's what the goal pattern are is. Okay, that's what it is. But now we're talking about an undefeated streak. So you're gonna risk getting someone injured because yes. you know yes. you're gonna have teams like 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 the Jacksonville Jaguars that have nothing to play for and have nothing to lose, and they're gonna be going out there to end your season. Mm-hmm. And not saying that someone's going to be out there gonna, playing maliciously. They're going to go out there and want to be the undefeated team. Yeah, and then you're going to lose Cam Newton, and you're going to be stupid. And they're going to be like, you're the worst no, coach you, since you Les Miles. You have to do it. Come on, Les Miles. You, you have to Come do it. Come on, Les you Miles. Owe it to every, you owe it to NFL on, fans Miles. to do that. What do you owe to NFL no, fans? They already bought season tickets and jerseys. There's only been one team to do it. This is this could be the second team. So, okay, so – we buy Cam Newton's undefeated NFL season jersey. That was what the NFL owed me, my, the ability to go spend money on more crap hey, to commemorate record, that. Records are made to be broken. That's true. But Super so, Bowls. Someone's got to break records. Here's the record be... I think that every champion would rather break. 
I would rather win more Super Bowls than win more, have more undefeated of co- seasons. Of course, but how many Super Bowls did Dan Marino win? That's comparing apples to oranges. It's the Super Bowl. It's that's like comparing no, apples to diamond rings. Of course, having multiple Super Bowls is okay, is, so is the one that you, you think want. the Patriots are happy. But we're talking about one here. We're talking about one season where you you didn't lose to anybody for one season. Nobody can beat you. Nobody. No coach, no player, no quarterback, no defense could beat you. And then next week, next year, you come back and don't repeat. What does the what is the point? That like, could happen if what you is lose the, one game. So you would be happy. Let's say you go undefeated. Last game of the season, you're up. You're about to go up thirty something to nothing, twenty something to, to fourteen or, or whatever. The, whatever it is, this touchdown is going to be the one. If Cam Newton them score this game, he's out. Okay. Because this this game is over. Okay. On that play, he tears an ACL. Okay. Well, that could happen to anybody. No, 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 no. That We're not talking about anybody. anybody. <laughs> We're talking about the undefeated Carolina that Panthers going into anyone. the playoffs. Fish, come on. You, t- of course, it could happen. I could tear my ACL right now getting right. Up out of this chair. Thank you. But the point is, we're not talking about me. We're talking about Superman Dab on them boys, Cam Newton. And what we're saying is this: you have to be. Think about this: you're an NFL coach. Okay. You are going to put Cam Newton in the position to tear his ACL. Yes. Before you go to the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but. So you could be undefeated in the regular season. Football players take a risk every play. Okay, that's where it is. Come on, man. undefeated. Go Come undefeated. Can't, think, I, I guarantee you, Cam wants to go undefeated. I mean, of course, he wants to okay go then. undefeated. So, but so you know why what? Not happy for that. Cam Newton's not the coach. I'm I sure. Bet, I bet he wants to go undefeated. Who the coach? He, he yeah, was bro, he was, hey, who doesn't Riviera, want He was on that '85 team. They Bears. lost one game. Bears. They lost one game. Who wants to not? Who wants to be like? Yeah, I was on the 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 uh, 2015 16. L.A. Lakers or the Philadelphia 76ers, and we lost damn near every game. Like everybody wants to go undefeated, bro. But what do you want? Here, hit me up on the Twitter. Hit him up on the Twitter. Hit me up. V seven 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 kid. That's three sevens. K I D. Which one is more important, winning a Super Bowl or being undefeated? Being undefeated. The Patriots that tried means that. Winning, that, bro, means, that means winning a Super Bowl. We're saying the same thing. Let's look at this mathematically. Let's agree to agree. Let's look at this We're mathematically. We're saying the same thing. You're saying win a Super Bowl. I'm saying go undefeated and win a Super Bowl. So I, will, I will agree we're on the same to that. Page. But let's agree on one thing mathematically. Statistically, as you keep winning games on the NFL stats curve, you stand a better chance to lose one. As you keep winning, especially late in okay. the season, well, I don't know. that happens every time. I cannot confirm nor deny that stat. I leave it at that. I when, cannot confirm. When or did deny the Patriots lose their last game? At the Super Bowl. They, well, guess what? Statistics never cease to fail. Well, it, it's they hard, lost. It's hard to do. They lost. It's very hard to they do. They lost. They should have rested Tom Brady because he he might have been tired like Steph Curry and them on their back to back. We'll see. Now, we talked about the Carolina Panthers, so what team in the NFC really is going to be a threat to them since the, they're going all the way? The Cardinals. going to be the toughest game. The Arizona Who's gonna Cardinals. Who's going to beat them since you said they don't need to go undefeated? Who's going to beat them? Nobody. Are you, so you, you agree with me? No, no. I don't. I, yeah, I believe that they they have the ability <laughs> to go undefeated. I, got it, I just I got think it. that it was, it's ridiculous to risk injury. To win the Super Bowl. So are you impressed with what the Seattle Seahawks are putting together here lately? A late drive? 
I like mean, a, a they, late, they, they dominated yesterday on Sunday. Who they dominate? They dominated Sunday. Who they dominate? They dominated. Hold on, I got let's, it. Right let's here. look at yeah, look it up. Who they dominate? Because you know what? They dominated Baltimore, thirty-five <laughs> six. That's <laughs> what I thought. I was like, because I don't I remember trying, them playing. Trying to, yeah. I was like, did they play somebody? I was like, everybody dominated Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah, 30, Baltimore yeah. is not even a threat on Madden anymore. Yeah. They took them off this season. Yeah, they Baltimore has been moved to the AFC South or the NFC East. So Arizona is that next team? I think Arizona is the next best team in the uh, the NFC. Now, granted, Arizona is going to have some competition because they're in the same uh, division slash conference as uh, the Seahawks, but I don't think that the Seattle Seahawks have enough to beat the Arizona Cardinals. That Honey Badger is playing out of his mind on the defensive side of the ball right now. I mean, the way he's been blitzing, and I mean, he's not a slow, slow dude. No, And, and, And what position does he play? He plays everywhere. I, I was gonna say he plays. He plays, he plays corner, slot corner, free mm-hmm. safety, popcorn vendor. He does it all. Right. That dude is amazing. Larry Fitzgerald still playing great for a man that's pushing uh, wide receiver retirement. Yeah. Carson Palmer's rejuvenated over there in Arizona. Hey, I'm saying the Cardinals about the only chance that they got. But I think what they aren't ready for in Arizona is Cam Newton and his mobility factor. Yeah, and that's gonna what's be gonna different. play. That's, that's gonna what's different. gonna play a factor. Watch out for those Packers, too. What about the AFC? I mean, we know New England Broncos. is number one. Your Broncos did lose yeah. to the Raiders. We talked about that. That's That was a tough loss. Okay, Raiders, division game, big-time rivalry. Broncos probably haven't lost to the Raiders, and I think that one was in Oakland in, ooh, I bet it's been 10-plus seasons. It's been a long time. 10-plus seasons. I know, I know Peyton hasn't lost to him. Yeah, he hasn't lost to him. But Brock, Brock has. Brock has. He's got one. It's, I mean, the kid's 3-1. and one. That's pretty good for him. You, you, you still on the Brock bandwagon? Look, I'm still on the Brock bandwagon. I heard um, Holmgren today say on one of the radio stations that, yeah, he would put Peyton Manning back in because, you know, Peyton, his mind is sharp, especially. But the big thing is, is Peyton really healthy? Is he healthy enough to run the offense, or is he healthy enough in his mind to run the offense? Well, he's healthy enough in his mind for sure. And that's not he's always been. There. He's always been healthy enough in his mind, but his body is not what it used to be. I mean, he he admittedly said in the interview that he has no feeling in his fingertips, and it, the, as it gets cold, we start playing games in Denver and New mm. England, all these other places. See. Now, and we know what he's done in the playoffs with, you know, so far. He's, let's think about he's this. lost games. Fish, have you ever thrown a football in your life? Yes. How much of your fingertips are actually on the football? Oh, when you're a quarterback, you have to use your fingertips. Because that's how I play, you. I play quarterback a little bit. Yeah, so you got a little bit of experience. Let's tie your shoes a little bit. So okay. You Show have, me. You have, you have to throw some of your fingertips on to get a little, you know. A little thick. Yeah. A little thick. That's, right. that's how Michael Vick gets that thick right, right there. So now, what I'm looking for is. We're getting a lot of wounded ducks. We're getting a lot of loose spirals. Right. We're getting a lot of passes that are lofting, that are not getting to the receiver. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. That's how you end up with four picks in Kansas City and Brock Osweiler doing your job right now. Right. Because it's it's a thing of, I agree that everyone should be a competitor. You should play tough. You should play hard. You should want to win. But at a certain point, some of these people who are great competitors don't know when to turn it off. 
Yeah. They're, they're so, I can still do it. Right. I can play through this. I'll play through broken bones, mm-hmm. but sometimes nerve damage in your fingertips is a little bit more. That's like a dentist saying, it's okay. I've got a little nerve damage in my fingertips, but let's get this root canal rolling. Yeah. To right. hell with that right, crap. Right, 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 right. Ain't doing a root canal in my mouth with neuropathy in your fingertips. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But now we want to, we want to let you basically run an offense that's going to give us a lot of five yard passes, which we're going to eventually, they're going to figure that out because you can't pass deep. Right. Or you can't pass on a true slant route. So you're an out route. Yeah. You're, you're done with Manning. If Manning has no feeling in his fingertips, Manning should be done with this. He just finished neck surgery. This man is going to risk right. being, um, what's the real smart guy that talks in a wheelchair? Stephen Hawking. He going to be hanging out with Stephen Hawking trying to talk football. I once was a quarterback yeah, right. for the Denver Broncos. Bronco, Broncos. Right. Peyton Manning, right. most right. yards thrown ever. Like, right. what right. kind of crap right. is that? Right. What kind of life is that? You got kids, man. You got to wise up. Right. Be the backup for the Broncos. If we need you, come in. So you're saying make Peyton Manning the backup of the Broncos I'm saying make Peyton Manning the backup to Brock Osweiler. If this man has no feeling in his fingertips, I'm saying we find another quarterback immediately following the conclusion of this season. To back up, to take his place as a backup. Yeah, basically both of my teams are in the same position. The Broncos and the Cowboys need to be looking for quarterback longevity right Mm. now. Mm. That's what they need to be looking for in the draft. We're going to spend some time next episode talking a lot about what you the Cowboys me. should do, because I've got some heavy, heavy thoughts on that. Jerry you know, Osweiler did throw for 308 yards, although yeah. he had no touchdowns. Hey, and, his fault. They didn't get in the end zone. And they let Khalil Mack sack him five times. That's a big boy. By himself. It's a big boy. Five That's, times. Look, I don't blame that on Brock Osweiler all of the time. Sometimes you got to get the ball out of your hand, Brock. But that offensive line, we might have been missing some coverages. There might have been some running backs in the wrong positions. Right now, I will say we have decent running backs, but they're not the best blocking running backs when it comes to picking up coverages. So, I mean, picking up blitzers. So, I will say that much. But that's what we do. All right, let's, let's jump back into it. We're going to take a quick break. we come back. we jump into some NBA talk. The Warriors finally lose a game. And you take a look at the Mavericks and – Talk about this Rondo situation too. Man, that's real. Alright. We'll get right back.
Welcome back, everyone, to Omi D and Fish. I am Rodney Fisher, joined by Omi D as well. We just got through talking a little NFL Cowboy talk. I want to remind you guys again to go to ntxgame.com to go back through all of our archives and also to really hear some live sports action as well, which this weekend we have coming up the broadcast of the Texas High School Football Championship game from Houston, Texas. I'll be there. Omi D will be there. In the house. We'll be on the call. So make sure you tune in for that. That's this Saturday night. And we may do a double header. So just tune in and, and find out. Special? So, yeah, you never know. Let's talk some NBA stuff. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the story that's breaking with one of our, you know, former Mavericks, former Maverick guard, Ray John Rondo, who um, basically used some a gay slur at a referee. And during the game, ended up getting suspended for a game for using that slur. And now their referee has come out and told Yahoo Sports that he is, in fact, a gay man. Or, you know, this is what I want to say about that. I, I think, you know, this situation for Ronda was already bad because he got suspended for one game, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the NBA taking care of it, you know, just getting it out the way. But now that he has kind of come out and said this, it's going to get even worse for Rondo. I think so. It's going to get worse for Rondo because now he's making a bigger social issue about it than when it was just a something on the court issue. Well, of course, he'll probably have to go through, like, sensitivity training. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to get blasted on oh, yeah. media. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to get blasted. He's going to have to go sensitivity training. He's going to have to uh, do some public service announcements. And he's going to have to... Go to the uns well to the scrupulous eye of the LGBT public. Yeah, yeah. From now on, right. Anything he does, I just thought I just thought, man, when I saw it come out of the store, I said, "Ooh, it's gonna get bad for Rondo." I think it was it's gonna get bad. I mean, because now you've got the NBA commissioner have to make a statement. Other activists are making making statements. Yeah, it's on CNN now. It, it was a basketball issue. It's become a hate crime. It now. was something right. It was something on the floor that happened. There's something on the floor that happened now. It's become his big issue, and I'm telling you, it's going to get bad. For, I, I would not be surprised if this has a big effect on Rondo to the point where he's going to have to maybe – the NBA is going to maybe have to kind of shun him off a little bit. I think the NBA is going to have a problem with Rondo. They can do that. They can do but that. They can guys dis- disappear. You know who else is going to have a problem? That referee. That referee. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's look at what happened when Michael Sam came out. And I'm not saying that people should not be open with who they are. Right. Not at all. But when he came out, his draft stock fell. Right. You know, and this is just, I'm not blaming that on who he is as a person. You're looking at what happened. I'm looking at what happened in society, right. how society handled it. Right. And his draft stock fell. The, the odds of him being a starter fell. Him actually making a practice squad fail. Now he became he was this this first round linebacker that was an awesome player and might still be the awesome player. Right. But a lot of NFL teams don't want to deal with certain issues. Right. And I'm not saying issues in a negative way, but certain issues like domestic violence is an issue that people are willing to take on in a public eye. Right. You know. Um, and it will get you blackballed. It will get you blackballed, depending on what you do. Look at Ray Rice. You know, but there's but, video. There's video. 
that, it's video. But I think it's it's kind of a thing of, and this is, this is, a person's life is their life. What they do on the football field should not be uh, reflective, or what they do in the regular life should not right. reflect what they do with their normal job. Right. You know, and I just think that with him coming out, especially to Yahoo Sports, like. What is the whole point of coming out to the entire public? Like, I have to admit this. Like, you committed a felonious act of right. embezzlement. Right. You know, to this. Now people know more about your private life than you probably really wanted people to know about anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm not a homosexual male, you know, but I date women, and I don't really like everybody knowing who I date. Right. You know, I kind of like to keep people out of my business for mm-hmm. certain reasons, and now this guy has subjected himself to – um good and bad media probably good and bad letters in the mailbox right he might he might find a, a mate so there's really there, he it, might it, find a soulmate after right, this right 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 but the situation is become now it's becoming something too big it's becoming another it's becoming something that we're going to have to address and it's going to be coming something that next season in the nba there's going to be something else to that we're going to do to bring awareness to the fact that this happened. And I don't think that this is an NBA issue. Right. I don't think Rondo really meant it to be like this humongous attack against the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. I just think it was, and I, only, I don't know what the, the exact terms or things that he said was, but I just think it just might've been a heated, you know, he had yeah, a little bit yeah, of inside right. information right. about a dude and, it's on the court kind of things, and dude might have been like, you know, yeah, you ain't getting that call. He might have said something a little fly right. to Rondo, like a referee right. does to control the game. And Rondo, being who we seen Rondo be here in Dallas, he just was not having it. So he might have said something a little fly off the cut that was a little bit inappropriate, but he figured it's on the court, it wouldn't have got off. Right. But not in this day and age. Yeah, anything. Nah, that, anything. Yeah. We, it, you, you saying something to somebody is assault. And people look at that nowadays as assault, but you just saying something or making a comment about something. So that is it just getting too big and, and I can only imagine what's gonna happen as as the days go on and this gets out more and more and more and becomes a bigger topic. Oh, well, CNN's got it. It's it's yeah. There's gonna be somebody's gonna make a, a, a big point. So let's talk this. let's talk about his former team, the Dallas Mavericks, because me and you had a chance to go see them live and in person. And uh, they come back. They were fourteen and nine when they headed back on this home uh, three-game home stretch, and they leave this home stretch at uh, uh, fourteen and eleven. I'm sorry, yeah, fourteen and eleven because they did get one win and two losses. Mm-hmm. So, from what you saw with this team, uh, we we saw Chandler Parsons have seventeen points last night, but we saw him look terrible in the other two games. What you see with this team? I mean, are they, you know, are they really overachieving like you think, or is this just kind of something that's just very, very early? I think Maybe it's too early. I think it's it's very early. I'm not gonna say this team is overachieving. They're definitely not the Golden State Warriors by any means. I mean, they've lost 11 games, but they've won 14. You're almost 500 on the season. But um, what I did see was some glimmers of hope with some talent like like Matthews. You know, able to uh, have another great game against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did see some lack of defense from people like Zaza Pachulia. Uh, right. And we did see a, a almost seven-minute stretch of 
uh, Coach Carlisle putting the Mavericks in a small ball situation. Yeah, what do you think about that? I, 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 you can't do that when you have a guy like Gortat playing down low. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, but you had John Wall and Otto Porter Jr. that were just the thing on about, rolls. Like, the thing about his small ball that he's trying to play is there's no one out there to defend the perimeter when you play a small ball. Now, Devin Harris has had some flashes of real defense, but I don't I don't see him playing defense. I don't see Darren Williams playing defense. I don't see Raymond Felton playing defense. No, they don't have any defensive dogs. J.J. Barrell is not playing defense. So, mm-hmm. so who's guarding that perimeter when you go small like that? Nobody. Nobody. You're You're really just hoping, and this is what the Wizards were able to do, they were able to move the ball around the perimeter faster than the, the Mavericks were able mm-hmm. to get there, which is good old-fashioned basketball. Right. But they were able to do that because they were utilizing Gortat to run the offense down and around and passing the ball and getting it back down to the perimeter because once the Mavs came down to defend inside the paint, they were able to kick it out, dish, 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 and, 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 and put up the shot. And right. so that's what I do see. Like, you do have people – that are there, but I just don't think the Mavericks right now have the right combination of people to put on the floor right. at the right times. So, so yeah, and I agree with you 100% on that, you know, because the worst could happen, you know, and, and I don't want to scare Maverick fans out there, but this is just me talking based on what I've seen, based on the people I know, based on the way things have gone the last few years. End of this season, Darren Williams could opt out. He could be gone. Chandler Parsons could opt out. He could be gone. Uh, Raymond Felton's on this last year. You could be really pushing the restart button all over again at the end of the season. So I'm really watching this team very, very closely, right, because I don't know if this team is going to be together next year. I don't know if this is their only shot. I think once the players realize or make the decision in their mind that they're not going to be here next year, this thing is going to go south quick. And that's the problem. And that's what's happened the last few years. Yeah. Because there's no guarantees. There's None no, of you guys yeah. have had guarantees. Nobody's a long-term player. Nobody's anyone that's come off of uh, the draft or come out of the D-League. Right. And other than Dirk, nobody's really just been the guy. You know, and I'm not saying that Dirk is taking up space like Kobe because we've seen Dirk take numerous pay cuts. Right. We've seen him take cuts in hours. I mean, time on the court, minutes on the court to make this team better. Um, I think we might see that again next season. Dirk to get some talent in here, but I just yeah, think if he's here. I just if he's here, I just think you are right though, Fish. We are heading for a major reset. Yeah. And we might have a couple of those rough New Orleans Pelican seasons mm-hmm. down in the bottom. But right. you know, I think Mark Cuban is too much of a competitive owner to stay down in the bottom too long. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's gonna find some ways to find some money manipulate some contracts and get some people here. But uh, do we have a chance? Do I think this team has a chance well, to win the finals right I, now looking at it? I think they have a chance to squeeze into the playoffs because I think I, right now they're the fifth seed, but I don't know if they can hold their position. I think they'll squeeze in seven or eight seed like I originally thought. The problem I have, though, I really think they need to be thinking about trading. Right now before? I, I think so. I, I think, you know, the stock on Darrell Williams is going to be pretty high. I mean, he's played very well. Mm-hmm. But I think they should really think about trading because I, I don't see this team winning a title. 
No. No. I don't see his team winning a title. No. I see them doing exactly what some of the teams have done over the last few years, and that's get to the first round and lose. I can see that again. Is that AC, they're going to play Golden State. They're going to get torched because they can't go out the perimeter. Oh, yeah, that will be Or they're going to play San Antonio, who's too big for them. And they'll just run the ball slowly and beat them. So San Antonio, that's a good segue because I want to spend some time talking about them. They're second in the West right now. There are 21 and 5. To put that in perspective, okay, the Golden State Warriors are 24 and 1. And they're, the fourth place Clippers are literally nine games behind them in fourth place. And the Spurs are 21 and 5, only three games back. But you know what? The problem They're running this, away with it, too. People people don't forget that. But that well, would be like crazy, too. Because San Antonio is a terrible media market. Nobody, half the people couldn't point out San Antonio on a map in Texas anywhere. If you just gave them a map of Texas and say, point out San Antonio and gave them three stars, they would all probably point to Austin. Like, when, when was the last time you know. heard, yeah. when was the last time you heard anything? We live here in Dallas, Fish. When was the last time you heard any news out of San Antonio other not than much. the not Spurs? Much. No, not and much. We're in Dallas. We don't even hear Spurs news on a daily basis. Right. Like, there is, the the Spurs are such a vanilla, cream of wheat, plain Jane, Sarah plain and tall team. They don't care about major media like yeah, that. Right. And it's almost to the point that it's divisive because nobody gets to get a good look at this team until right. they go play someone right. that is on a major right. media market like a Cleveland or somebody. But they're really just kind of running down around the West Coast, you know, Phoenix. Uh, New Orleans, you know, they'll play Golden State every now and then. They'll play the Mavs and we'll get a good look at them, you know, right quick. But they just quietly do what they're going to do and right. then they get to the playoffs, bro. And, and once again, Popovich have people on that team that you've never heard of. Right. And you don't even know where this, like, where do they find people to put on the D League in San Antonio? Right. And he's just got quiet assassins every time. I don't think, I don't think they're able to beat Golden State this year because I just don't see that team being well, able to keep well, up with the pace. But. I think they have a chance. I I, re, I think they have. I think if any team has a chance to beat them, it's got to be the San, San Antonio Spurs because you look at their starting five. They're going to be bigger down bigger down low. Tim Duncan, Lamarcus Aldridge. They can put David West in. I think you got Kawhi Leonard, who is probably the best perimeter defender in the NBA right yeah, now. he's got great defense. I mean, just like Steph is MVP, Kawhi is putting together a pretty good season as well, too. And he'll play. And offensively also. He'll play. Uh, and the thing is, if you can play Steph Curry tight, he's very ineffective mm-hmm. as a as a shooter. Well, that's the, that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. He's a great shooter. I mean, but the only thing you can do is play him close. That's yeah. the only thing you can do. But you're going to leave somebody else open. That's and the Flash Brothers. So, I mean, that's one of those things you got to see. Can you play six games of taking Steph Curry away and letting the rest of the team beat you? That's a huge, huge, huge thing. And you have to think, let's look at Steph Curry as a basketball player. I think he learned a huge lesson last year from the finals of those two games where he played against the little Australian dude and he was all over him like fleas on yeah. an ugly dog. Right. You know, I think he learned some things from that. And Steph Curry is a dangerous player because – as you've seen, his statistics have improved since last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to work as soon as he finishes what he gets done. So although I think the Spurs are 
a quality team out of the West. They are the only team that I see that has a chance to beat Golden State. I just don't think they have the firepower if it goes beyond six games to keep up. I think they do. I, I think Tim I Duncan's really do. done. I think he's the old. Think he's the do. weakest link in the chain right yeah, now. Yeah, but you've got Lamarcus Aldridge. That's that's what you have to remember. They've got they've got other players that they can put in. They got David West. They've got they've got other guys that can they can work in. Still, Golden State looks unstoppable. They look like the Carolina Panthers. And I'm looking here at the uh, Spurs schedule. I'm trying to see when do they actually match up with the Golden State. I think, I think Monday, January. January 25th. Yeah, will be the first time, and that's in Oakland. That'll be a loss for the Spurs. That's in Oakland, so we get a chance to to see how this team matches January up. January two five. That's what day? Sunday? That's a Monday. Somebody, so we'll be able to talk about that Tuesday on the show. We sure will. That'll be awesome. We sure will. I'm going to go ahead and say that we are going to win as the Golden State Warriors. We'll see. We'll see. But I just want to point out the Spurs and give them a little props because they're flying under the radar, they're doing everything right, and they're running away with that second place spot. Running away with it, man. Yeah, it's great to run away with number two. Absolutely. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Omi Den Fish on NTXGame.com. Omi D and Fish. I'm Rodney Fisher. I'm joined by Omi D. Again, I want to remind you that these opinions, these sports topics, these sports, everything are coming to you from the south side of the Trinity River. Make sure you go to ntsgame.com and download the podcast or go to iTunes or wherever you may go to get your podcast. And make sure you follow us on Twitter. Follow Omi D at the777kid. Follow me at Rodney R. Fisher or just follow us at NTX game. So, wrapping up our show, we're going to get into some quick bowl game picks. We do this every year, right? Yeah. Well, it's the first year, so I guess. Hold on, hold on. We got to set it up. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, 
And with that said, we've got to get into our crystal balls and uh, everything else and make our predictions for this first week of bowl games starting on December 19th. A few games we got to pick. So, I'm going to give you the honors, Mr. Tailgate State. Well, I'm going to say that one more. We're going to say that one more. Look, I completely hate USC, but I love their fight song. It's so, so awesome. Look, it is by far my most second favorite part of the year, other than the beginning of college football season. It's college bowl season, and the good Lord has blessed me with a vacation of three weeks, and I'm going to get to watch every freaking college bowl game there is. Ain't nothing getting me off the couch unless I'm going to a bowl game to check it out. So, look. It's going to be one heck of a wild ride. Make sure you check me out on Twitter, The777Kid, tweeting all college bowl season, telling you who's going to be a number one draft pick, who the Cowboys should probably pick up as a quarterback, who the Broncos should probably pick up as a running back. I'm going to be all over college football like ugly on the eight. I am so excited, and it kicks off this Saturday, 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 Saturday. Be there with. The first game, kicking off at noon, the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl. As we've always said, there's a lot of bowls going on, and this one is going to be Alcorn State versus North Carolina Okay, A&T. hold on, hold on. Can I, can I stop you for a second, Mr. Tailgate State? Okay, go ahead. I just want to make a simple observation, okay? Yeah. Alcorn State versus North Carolina A&T. Alcorn just won the SWAC title. Yeah. North Carolina A&T is the MEAC title. Both HBCUs, correct? Yeah. This was called the Celebration Bowl, but how did why is Air Force Reserve the sponsor? I'm just how come it always seems like those type of organizations sponsor these HBCU type events? I'm just 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 a social commentary, I guess. Tuskegee. Air Force Reserve, huh? Tuskegee. I'm just saying it seems like they're trying to get a lot of us to Tuskegee into the reserve situation. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right on. Alcorn State versus North Carolina A&T by the Air Force Reserve Celebration. Make sure you sign up today. If you're not me, you should go to the Air Force Reserves. Anyway, Alcorn State did win the swag, so I'm going to go Alcorn State. They had an impressive win all over Grambling State, who used to be, like, really big, right. and they would come to the State Fair and win all the time. I'm going with Alcorn State, too. Yeah. I, I like their team. Let's go. Gildan, New Mexico Bowl. This bowl is, it's early in the bowl season, yes. which is amazing, but it's a very popular, it's an older bowl. Mm-hmm. But it's the Gildan, New Mexico Bowl, and of course, Arizona is going to play New Mexico in Albuquerque, and I'm going to go with Arizona in that one. Yeah, I'm taking Arizona as well, too. Yeah, this looks like a good one, too. Now, the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl, this one came out in the 90s. I don't really know about it, but, you know, we'll talk about it anyway. BYU versus Utah. This one is completely West Coast right there. We know where all the people are going to be from. I mean, it's practically the yeah, – They should have just, just put the game in Utah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, but Utah today got, I think, nine inches of snow. God, well, let's move it to Las Vegas. But I'm going to roll with BYU over that. The Utah Utes had a decent season this year, but I think BYU really wants to make a statement, so we're going to have to roll with BYU. Well, the Utes are the first ranked team to have a bowl game, and I'm going to go with Utah. You're going to go with the Utes? I'm going with the Utes. I think it's a, I think it's going to be a battle over the state right here, so I'm going to go with the Cougs 
they have they started off the year strong, and, and right now they're they're looking to to, to to get some people to come play for BYU. This is where you do it in bowl game. Let's roll on. Wacom Raycom Media Camille Camellia Bowl Camilla Bowl Camellia Bowl Camellia Bowl. I have no idea. What the hell that is? West Appalachian State versus Ohio. Those are that? two teams that play in two divisions that nobody ever really watches. I'm going to have to go with Appalachian State. Give me Ohio. You'll take Ohio. I'm going Appalachian State. Let's go App. Let's see if they can shock the Bobcats of Ohio. And the Cure Bowl. Don't know who this is. Auto Nation. Auto Nation. Oh, Auto Nation. Cure. What are they curing? Anybody know? Lots of things. There we go. Cure people. We need that. San Jose State versus Georgia State. I'm going to go Georgia State. I'm going to go San Jose. Don't just pick against me because I'm I'm always right. I'm going going San Jose State. You're going to go San Jose State. I'm going Georgia State. Big shout out to Georgia State. I know the, the AD down there. The head AD. Shout out. He's a Twitter follower of mine. What's going on, my man? R.L. Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. Yes. Matter of fact, if they win the Cure Bowl, I'm going to see if we can get the AD to come on the show on Tuesday. Right. Remind me. He'll okay. call in. He's a cool guy. Well, he can still come if San Jose State wins. I'll tell him about that. Okay. Yeah. He can come I'll either pro- way. I'll probably want to invite him if that's the case. Okay. We'll do him like, got uh, it, got it, got it. we'll do him like Carlisle. <laughs> we'll talk to him <laughs> if you lose it. And so, the one, the only, R.L. Carriers, New Orleans Bowl, Arkansas Ver- State, excuse me, Arkansas State versus Louisiana La Tech. Come on now. I'm going to go with the it's, Bulldogs. I'm going the same thing. You're going to go La Tech. I got to. All right. I mean, it's, it's, it's right there in New Orleans. It's right there. Home game. Home game. Arkansas State, they got to travel from some pine trees. And then on the 21st, this is the last one we're going to give you because it's the 21st, and that's the Monday, and then the rest of them we'll talk about on Tuesday because it's going to be a lot of games on Tuesday when we do the next show. Yeah, we got to go and pick yeah. those two. Yeah, well, okay, well, let's do 21st, Miami Beach Bowl, Western Kentucky versus South Florida. It's in, it's in Miami. Miami. Park in Miami. So, yeah, I'm going to go Western Kentucky. I'm going to go South Florida. You're going to go South Florida? South Florida. Go Western Kentucky. Let's go 22nd. This will be the day of the show. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. This one's at 3.30. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to talk about that one before the get, before the show. Got it. And then there's one at 7 p.m. that'll be going on during the show. I'm going to get the watch ESPN set up on the computer so we can check it out live on the show. Number one, Boise, Idaho, famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Akron versus Utah State. Akron. I'm going Zips, too. I'm going to go Akron. Even though I say it's going to be almost a home game for Utah State. I'm going Akron. And I love Boise, Idaho. Great place up there. There's a Smurf turf. Check it out. 3.30 p.m. December 22nd. And the Marmot Boca Raton Bowl in Boca Raton, Florida. Toledo versus Temple. Temple. I'm going Temple. Going Temple. Owls all the way. I don't think Toledo has a chance in this one. It'll be on ESPN. We'll be watching the action for you right here. On OMD and Fish here on NTXGame.com. So that's what we got rolling until December 22nd. Then we'll call the rest of the games the 23rd all the way until New Year's until we crown a champion. Check it out. Tailgate State, OMD, D777Kid. Hit me up. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. We thank y'all for tuning in. Go back and download the show on iTunes or download it on Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, 
uh, anywhere and everywhere at ntsgame.com. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of Omidy and Fish, and we out. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.